Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Real quick, real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A lot of great headlines to get to. Some really huge, huge headlines that I want to get your reaction to as well. Uh, it's thundering right now. And as I'm recording it, it's not even noon yet. And you got hail and just rain and thunder. So it, it's it's that time of year. It's so cool because Colorado normally doesn't get this much water. So it's nice. I haven't really used the sprinklers. I turned them on to check them. They work. But that was like a month ago, and I haven't turned them on since. So that's good. That's rare. Usually we're sitting here going, shit. Do I, do I put them on for a full cycle now? Is that the thing? But no, no. But the bad thing is, is there's a lot of thunder, and you know what that means. Thunder buddies for life, right, Johnny? Fucking right. All right, come on, let's sing the thunder song. All right. When, when you, you hear, hear the sound, sound of thunder, thunder, don't you get too scared. Just grab your thunder buddy and say these magic words. Fuck you, thunder. You can suck my dick. You can't get me thunder because you're just God's fight. <laughs> Hey, it's Mark Wahlberg. Hey, hey, Ted, how's your mom? How's your mom? I suck it. I suck it, Mark Wahlberg. Sorry, Mark Wahlberg. I want to get better at doing voices like Christopher Walken. And I said, guys, I shoved this, I shoved this watch up my ass. And your dad, he was a great man. I ah, can't do it. Can't do it. I'm like there, but not there enough. Okay. I apologize, but you know what we can do to wash that, that just disgusting impressions out of your mind. Let's jump into those headlines. Let's go. Let's go. And now here are the headlines. <laughs> this is something I've somewhat experienced, but not really. And it's kind of shocking to me. A woman in Boulder, Colorado, was taken to the hospital this week after a herd of cows attacked her. She was running on a trail when a witness said about 30 cows swarmed her and then began to stomp her. That's scary. And it, it, what's sad is when I got this, this story from Nine News, KUSA, here in Colorado, and I'm reading the comments on social media. And there's plenty of people that are like, I've been around cows my whole life. Ain't never seen them charge at nobody. Well, not according to the statistics, bud. Because as I did some research, did you know five, uh, you know five people are killed annually by sharks in comparison to cows, which kill annually 22 people? That's a lot more than you would think. But it makes sense. Apparently, the majority of the people that are killed by cows or cattle are people that are running on trails and, and jogging and shit like that. That's, listen, exercise will kill you. I, I don't know how many times I need to tell you. <laughs> Stay away from the exercise. And, and what happens is, especially a, a lot of these places... Uh, up in the mountains, a lot of times there's no fences in certain areas because there's, I, 
you get like a tax credit or something like that if you don't and you allow cows to run through uh i don't know it's something like that i i know <clears throat> i know somebody that has that and they they pay less money on a regular basis because they don't have fences up and it allows cattle from other properties to just wander through it's weird but so that's the thing is sometimes there's certain parts of this state where if you're driving, especially on back roads, there's going to be cows just wandering around. And there was a time where I was driving. I, I don't remember exactly where I was, but I had to stop because the cows were on the road and you just basically have to wait because at one point, I think my wife was driving. She started to go and I'm like, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Nope, nope. That cow was like looking at us like he wants to just jump on top of the hood. And I was like, I don't want to risk it. <laughs> it's my car, especially. So you got to be careful with that shit. It's, it's bizarre. It's sad. Hopefully she's going to be fine, but they can kill you. And I know that cows are, are just a cute, delicious animal. But they can, they can, you know, take you out, apparently. It's scary. It's scary. And that, what a, uh, let's be honest. I, I'd be so fucking pissed if that's how I died, <laughs> by a cow. How do you, how do he die? He, you know, he was jogging. Oh, big mistake right there. Then what? Have a heart attack? No, cows. Cows got him. You're like, really? Fucking cow? Yeah, it was like, like, like 20 of them. They just ganged up on him, beat the shit out of him. Oh, that sucks. Kind of embarrassing, though, right? I know, right? Nobody wants to talk about it, but, I mean, seriously, is it is it distasteful that at Scott's funeral that they have little uh, burger sliders? You know, kind of cow. You know, that would be, that'd be hard. <laughs> How do you plan that? <laughs> oh, my God, that's sad. I, I feel sorry for that lady that got trampled by the cows because... Everybody's going to look at it in a comical way, but it is sad and scary and just open your eyes. You just got to watch out. And a good example of uh, you got to be careful around animals just because they're cute. Now, that being said, I wouldn't expect this as much as like you see the video of those people that go up to bison bison and, and um, you know, go like trying to get selfies with a bison. They will fucking kill you. All by themselves. One of them will destroy you. What the fuck is wrong with people? And when I see people get attacked by a bison, that doesn't bother me. Okay? Doesn't bother me one bit. Be like, you usually, usually they deserve it. Now, this lady was running along, getting some exercise, trying to better her life, and then fucking cows got pissed because she was probably trying to make it around them. And then they're like, you don't know. Fuck you, bitch. You're trying to eat us, aren't you? No. Ah, I'm a vegan. That'd be the worst, too, is if she was a vegan. Then it's just going to watch out. PETA. PETA's going to fucking jump on that one. A man, jeez, uh, a man died after eating raw oysters from a seafood stand near St. Louis. The only reason I brought that up is like, yeah, no fucking shit. When is that a good choice? I'm sorry. The man lost his life. That is sad. But is anybody surprised that he died? I'm, yeah, again, apologies to the family. Apologies. 
But fuck, man, let's be honest here for a second. If you got sick and you're like, oh, my God, I, I've been sick all night. And I, oh, I might have to go to the hospital. Would you would you eat something funny? Yeah, I, I went down to the pier and ate some raw oysters. Yeah, you should go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're probably going to die. Nobody would be surprised. Oh, shit, yeah, man, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't eat that shit. Don't eat raw oysters, period. That's fucking gross. And then don't get them from a, a random seafood stand near, you know, the ocean in St. Louis or whatever. Jesus, man. Come on. <laughs> a, sushi, a, a sushi sushi chain is suing a high school student who licked a soy sauce bottle, then put it back in the communal soy sauce so that other people would do it. But here's the thing. He filmed it and put it all over social media. Again, moronic things people do for likes and follows. So they're suing him for right around $480,000. The sushi chain is claiming that they've lost about $115 million following the release of the video due to a sharp drop in customers and a slump in the stock of its parent company. Now, a lot of people are going to go, oh, no, that's bullshit. Listen, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm guilty of it just as much as, you know, just about anybody else. If it's like when Chipotle had all those, what was it, the E. coli, whatever, like a bunch of people were getting sick. I didn't eat at Chipotle for like three years because of that, because it was always stuck in the back of my head didn't mean that any of the locations I ever went to were, you know, guilty of having that on hand, like that bacteria on hand, but it was just in my head. If I hear negative things about a restaurant, I'm not going to go to it. That's just the way it goes. When we, when I worked in restaurants, we always would hear the story of and there's an actual number of, of it that people would associate with it. But if you hear, if you have a bad experience at a restaurant, let's just say a restaurant, you are more likely to, you're most likely going to tell roughly, I think it's like seven to 10 people about the experience. And then that can spiderweb out. And then they end up telling people, might not be seven to 10, but it's still going to spread out. And eventually that negative experience goes, quote unquote, viral. Then if you have a positive experience, most likely you tell, I believe it's like one to three people at the most, at the most. But usually it's like right around one. So you usually if you have a really good experience, you don't say anything. But if you have a negative experience with something, you can't help but tell people. Be like, oh, by the way, I went there and it was shit. This is what happened, blah, blah, blah. Start thinking about it. Like when you talk to people about good experiences versus bad experiences, we tend, we tend to lean on the negative because it's just more of an appealing story and you get people's attention with it versus like, oh, I went there. It was really good food. Well, that's great. Fantastic. You also said that about Taco Bell. So right? But if you t say a negative story, people are going to listen. 
So that shit spreads. People love negativity. So this sushi chain, in my mind, has a case because I'm going to associate that sushi chain with that dickhead kid licking the fucking soy sauce bottle. Be like, I don't want to go there. It's dirty. Is is my assumption right? No, not necessarily. I'm more wrong in the situation. But that's the way people are. We follow the herd of negativity and that 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 hurts companies. So and when people think it's funny to do stupid shit like that for social media clicks, it, it hurts a lot of people. And it's not just, don't just look at it as, well, it's a big sushi chain. They can handle it. Yeah, they can probably handle it. They can survive on it. But guess how they survive? They start cutting staff. So people start losing their jobs because of this type of shit. Yeah, the sushi company is going to be fine. The higher-ups will be fine. They will exist. But who gets hurt by these things is the people on the bottom. So next time you think it's funny to go lick something and stick it back in the communal hot sauces or whatever you want to do, think about it. Like, that goes viral, and that starts affecting people's jobs. I'm just saying, think about it. And nobody gives a shit. Nobody thinks it's funny, except for fellow morons, if you uh, do shit like that. Oh, my God. I'd be so fucking pissed. Thank God social media wasn't really popular when I was working in restaurants. Because I fucking can't stand that shit. Oh, I'd be so pissed. I told you all those stories about, um, you know, like customers being racist to my employees and me kicking them out. Like that one guy and his son. Oh, my God, that still pissed me off. Do you understand? I want a burrito. And the lady's looking at me like, why is he talking to me like this? Because he's a fucking racist prick. That's why. I I just can't stand it. And then people lying about, you know, hair in their food. Now, I get it. Sometimes that happens. But when I have a staff full of of guys, all with shaved head, I, ironically, we all had shaved head that day. And she comes up with a three-fourths it eaten uh, burrito bowl. And she's like, there's a hair in it. And it's a long blonde hair. And she has long blonde hair. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Are you fucking serious? Oh, I'd just be, I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That, that people mistreat, you know, companies like that and people like that. Eventually, like if you if you keep trying to abuse and steal from, let's say, restaurants, guess what? That takes a toll on the bottom line and they have to start letting people go if it becomes too big of a problem. If you're consistently going in there and essentially trying to get free food, eventually the company has to make up that cost. We don't need to go into that, but it's just like don't think that it's uh, the, the only victim is the higher ups and the owners and the the big corporate bigwigs. It's not them necessarily. They will be fine. It's the people at the bottom to get fucked over by you guys trying to steal and, and, and try to beat the system. You're fucking people over. Sorry, I don't need to get into that. It just bugs me. It's like you guys aren't thinking properly about that shit. Fuck, man. 
Jesus. <laughs> All right, hold on one second. I need to lighten the mood. Shut the fuck up, Kyle! Thank you so much, Aquafina. You are the best. All right, you know what? We got more coming your way, including some jaw-dropping audio that I'm... I'm very mixed, but very intrigued on. That's coming up. But first, bring that big bet energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Uh, Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code MILEHIGH. All you got to do is visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Or go ahead and download the Superbook Colorado app in your app store. Enter the promo code MILEHIGH and you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is bizarre. I actually talked about this not too long ago. Okay, let me set the scene. After 40 days in the Amazon, four children have been rescued. So, like I said, I brought this up a few weeks back because the Colombian president said they found them. Then I did my episode, and then things changed. What? Colombia's president, Gustavo Petro, is accused of creating false hope after he announced the four children were found alive in the Amazon just 17 days after their plane crashed. Then the army came in, and said, no, that's not true. They haven't reached the siblings. Fucking bizarre. It's bizarre that the president would come out and say, after 17 days in the Amazon jungle, we found the kids. And then the army's like, no, wait, no, no, we didn't. And then then once it's 40 days after the crash, they come out and say, yeah, we found the kids. It's just bizarre. Bizarre. I'm waiting for conspiracy theories to start popping up on this shit. Now, Petro, the president, said the children were all together when they were found, adding that they had demonstrated an example of total survival that would be remembered in history. Yes, amazing, amazing that these four children were able to survive. They were, they were all just... The only, re- the, the only reason they found them, the, according to this most recent, you know, quote-unquote finding, is that they, hold, they heard the youngest child crying. That's how they found him. But it's just bizarre to me, and I wouldn't doubt if we start hearing more and more rumblings of why did they think that they found him 17 days after the crash then the army says, no, 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 that's not true. And then 40 days after the crash, they found them and they were all alive. It's just weird. It could just be one of those things where 17 days after the plane crash, they thought they had it. And the president just was just like, we need to give people hope and let them know, hey, they did find them. And then the army's like, no, we thought we found them. And it was just a misinterpretation. So it, it's sad. Now, the mom of the children died during the plane crash, but the grandma is there, and they're going to be with the grandma. And the kids are just very malnutrition. Uh, so they got to start eating up and um, get some of that weight back. But really sad, very interesting story. Hopefully there's not more to it. 
you know, like I'm trying to, you know, put some pieces together and say, hey, th- there's a conspiracy possibly in this. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully it's just one of the president just accidentally said or got some bad information and then that's what happened. But I would I would hope that there's there's nothing negative more into this. And hopefully those kids make a strong turnaround and just have a good life. And, you know, they're very lucky and they showed some freaking grit by surviving for 40 days in the Amazon jungle. That's pretty impressive. What's a really interesting story that's coming out now, and I'm not sure if you guys heard the audio, but I'm about to play it for you. I trimmed it up from its original. It was like seven minutes. I got it to right around three and a half, something like that. But you may, this is going to have actual testimony from, from a witness as well as police officers in a 911 call. What am I talking about? Did you hear the, the audio tape of alleged aliens like eight to 10 foot aliens that landed in the Nevada area. And the the kid was out working on his truck. All this stuff happens. And what's crazy is how serious the police were actually taking, uh, taking it because they were also witnesses to some strange shit. And this is where it's like, I, I don't want to keep talking about aliens, but when you have shit like this, it's really hard not to. So let's just jump into it. So this is what happened to me. Keep in mind, this is midnight and I'm fixing a truck in my back. Real quick. If you want to be taken seriously, don't put fucking music under your goddamn, your little rant on what you're, you're talking about. Okay. Just saying, I know that's what's cool to do on TikTok, but don't be like, I got a creepy story. I swear it's true. And then have like fucking music behind it. Just be you. I'm just saying, sorry, we'll get back into it. At this point, I'm only with my brother, and I hear something fall from the sky. I turn around. The only thing I, I see is a big light falling from the sky, and moments after, I feel a big impact and a, and a bang, sort of like a big impact fall. And me and my brother looked at each other, and we were scared, but, the, but when that impact happened, it was sort of like a shockwave, like an out-of-body experience. So to say, when I tried to look at the object, it was all blurry. Not my vision, but only the backyard area. By the way, he is reading off of notes. That's why it sounds like he's reading, because he's he's just literally, he has like a, a computer screen in front of him, and he, you can tell he just made notes, which I'm fine with. I appreciate so it's not him just ad-libbing. He's making sure that he's staying on to the story. Some people might look at that as a negative, but I'm looking at it as a positive based on the amount of information that he's spewing out. And I hear thousands of footsteps around me, and maybe a couple seconds later, the blurriness was gone. Here's a ring camera video. You can hear the bang. This is around the neighborhood. So here's the video. So when that happened, the only thing I can see in the backyard is a tall creature, probably around eight, 10 feet tall, very thin. So I called my dad 
he went to the backyard and he saw the same thing, the same creature I saw. He told me to go inside the house. At this point, we all freaking out, me and my family. Me and my brother went to go pick up my tools. Then my brother calls me and he told, he told me shakingly, look behind the forklift. So I look, keep in mind I'm facing the forklift and then I see the alien creature. So when I saw it, it was a tall, skinny, lengthy creature. He was a gray, greenish color. And when I looked at it in the eyes, my body just froze. And I started running towards the house. That's when I called 911, and here's a 911 call. There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so just, two, we terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot. Nine feet, ten foot, I don't know. They're, they, look like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes, they have big eyes. Okay. Like, like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes and... And they're not human. They're 100% they're not human. So we waited a little bit for the police. When they arrived, they told me what I told them what I saw. What did you see? It was like a, it was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long ten feet tall. I'm not gonna BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yeah. why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything land in your backyard? Or they see like a big? That's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. Keep in mind, two officers came in my house and one of them started running to his car, driving around the neighborhood, asking passing cars if they saw a light. Hey, this might sound like a really dumb question, but did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Asking others what they yes. saw. Uh, I would normally discount it as nothing. However, um, seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too, only reason I'm actually investigating it further. Moments before they left, one of the officers told me, if I see the thing again, so don't call him, just shoot him. And you can hear in the video, here's the video. If those nine foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> Real quick, he never said shoot him, dude. <laughs> He's like, just take care of it yourself. That doesn't mean shoot it. <laughs> I think that's funny that he left that in there. So what do you guys think of that? What do you think of this kid in, I mean, he's out with his family working on a truck in the middle of the night. I say kid, but he's older. Um, and then this shit happens. And the fact that they have on the ring camera that loud <laughs> explosion and there's video of it. And then the police officer had a, a partner or a co-worker witness the exact same thing. And then when the when you hear the body camera audio from the police officer talking to these these this family and he's like yeah I mean I if I if my if a police fellow police officer wouldn't have said hey I saw this shit too basically then then he wouldn't have been taking it seriously so what the fuck man let's pretend for a second this is true where the fuck they go. That's what's wild is you sit there and go, well, how, if they're in the backyard, where did they end up? Also what I ended up having ta to take out of that, uh, 
conversation is there was like a big circle uh, in the backyard. It was like a perfect looking circle that somehow was there that they're assuming was caused by the aliens in, in some capacity. It's really interesting. It's really hard to look the other way when you hear this. It has a lot of credibility when you have somebody in law enforcement there and saying, yeah, okay, this is weird, but it's hard to ignore it. It's bizarre. The fact that there was that crash and then there's this reported story. I mean, is it just another example of people trying to get famous on social media? It's a possibility. We'll see how that goes. I mean, if you find the kid on social media and like he's just like nonstop and then all of a sudden you see he has like sponsors and shit like that, then you'd be like, okay, fuck you, dude. But I mean, if he's not trying to profit off of this in any capacity, what would be the motivation? Now, some people are just nutty and they just jump to everything as an alien or everything as a ghost. We've talked about that plenty of times. And it's it's easy to get into that and to fall into that realm. But it's I'm I'm very curious if we start seeing more and more of this. And if that's the case, are we at the doorstep of a new reality of that that aliens are here i mean i just talked about last week where you had that guy that was formerly of the cia i believe and he's like oh if 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 they're here or they're here it just do you know what what you're looking at it when you when you see them like just fucking tell us what what they are and that still bugs the shit out of me the guy's like saying that they're here they're here but he won't tell you what they look like and, and how to find find them it's like quit being a you know uh, elusive on it just be true just like here here it is guys you're already there just say it at least with this it's like you know and and there's a it got all uh muddied up but there was a point where the police officers are like are you into aliens or do you believe in aliens he's like i didn't until this so are we going to start seeing more and more of this? If that's the case, I kind of want it to happen to me because as of right now, I, I still call bullshit. I still call bullshit because I haven't seen it. And, and I, I'm just that type of person, I guess. I, I, as far as stories go, I, I tend to lean towards as far as this, this kid's you know, testimonial in, in what happened. I'm leaning towards he, he believes he saw what he saw. Did he really see what he thought he saw? I don't know. But, man, it's, he's telling it like he's not, he's not going over exaggerating on it and, and stuff like, I don't know. I, I kind of believe him. But then it's like, do I believe he saw what he saw? I don't know. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. Or if you've experienced anything like that, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at dehuffpodcast. I, 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 I want to believe so badly. 
And I started watching, I did an episode a, a while back about Skinwalker Ranch. And at the time, I did it without watching the show Skinwalker Ranch. And because based off of the stories alone of Skinwalker Ranch, of people that used to live there, you know, they're talking about these alleged alien encounters and potential portals and stuff like that. And when it's coming from Joe Schmo, it's hard to believe. I got to be honest. It's, you know, from an on, like, you know, if I'm looking at it, like, who's going to believe me? Like, not very many people. But if I have, like, education behind me and, like, I'm a scientist or something, then that has a lot more credibility. Well, and that's what the show Skinwalker Ranch has, is they have an astrophysicist on there, and he really goes about it of, like, let's look at evidence. Let's not look at the stories. Let's just look at what can, let's, you know, figure this out scientifically. Why is this happening? And the shit that they're doing on there, doing experiments, and for him to go, I, that that's not normal. This isn't supposed to happen. It's a great show, and it makes you believe more and more that there's potentially aliens already here. We just can't fucking see them. So... Mixing that in with this this alien encounter in Nevada, it's just it, it's we could who fucking knows, man. We could we could just all of a sudden the the whole fan, fucking box is open and we're all just sitting there going, oh shit, they are real. Now what? Now we got the clusterfuck of madness potentially going to take place, which is, again, where we fuck it up. If they're being kind to us, we will fuck it up because people hate things that are different. God forbid something's different than, than what we are, right? Or, are, or do you think that you would handle it right? Do you think that, that you would, if an alien came in front of you and they were being peaceful, do you think that you could interact with it peacefully do you think you could it would be hard not it would be hard to be peaceful it would be hard not to be on edge it would be hard not to be panicked i know we we say it would be cool but it would be hard to sit there and go uh yeah i'm fine because you turn your back and be like is it gonna you know bite my neck or is they going to start, you know, anal probing me? I don't know. That's right. What could, uh, listen, uh, there's a lot of times when things turn their back to me, I start anal probing. Okay, Connery, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Talking about aliens and you're talking, oh, I'm sorry. It was just your mother. She She's really into that. Okay. Fuck off, man. Lines crossed. <laughs> I, it would be hard. Imagine that, though, for a second. Imagine that for a second. Somebody's claiming that, that there's aliens there. Would you turn your back on them? No, you wouldn't. You'd be walking backwards, making sure that they're not out of your sight because you don't know anything about them. You don't know their speed. You don't know their intentions. And even if they were, even if everybody said, hey, listen, they're peaceful, it would be hard to turn your back on them. The, the simple interaction as that with them would be hard so it, it's really interesting to think about what life would be like on a daily basis knowing 
that there are alien entities out there, extraterrestrial life out there, coexisting with us. It's bizarre, but I feel like we're right on the doorstep of that. And that's just weird. Also, a lot. it's very weird when you think about all the tensions going on globally with nuclear you know, potential with Russia and Ukraine. And there's always been rumblings around that the UFO sightings are really high around nuclear facilities. So as we all get kind of, you know, I guess in a sense, like where the world is on edge with these things, and then all of a sudden we're having people witness them in their backyards in like a, a right. This isn't like in the middle of the country. This is like in a residential area in the suburbs where this happens. So it's, it's crazy as fuck. I got to be honest, crazy as fuck. Cause now it's just, and, and I know it's, it's the popular thing that just bag on it and just be like, ah, fucking people, UFOs are real. <laughs> Aliens are going to fuck you up the ass. I get that. Get it. But what if, what if, and when there's smoke, there's fire guys. And this is a big plume of smoke that is verified by the police department. Whether you like the police or not. I mean, it's it's a bad look if they're sitting out there going, yeah, aliens are real. But when they're sitting there going, I, listen, I want to bag on this, but I can't because my partner saw the thing fall out of the sky too. So, shit, man, don't know. Don't know. You know what we need to do before we uh, take off? Let's jump. Let's end this on a high note. Let's go into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. (laughs) This comes in from Oh Danny Boy. Now, I asked on social media the other day on Twitter, I said, hey, ask me any question, uh, you know, for the podcast and and I'll potentially read it on on the the show. So he obviously threw something out there that was just like, yeah, I'm going to say it. He's not going to respond to it. But I'm gonna, okay, Danny boy. Oh, Danny boy. He said, was COVID a Chinese bioweapon designed to bring down our economy and make the populace more willing to submit to government mandates without questioning them first? Well, it's possible. Let's be honest. It's possible. But the fact that it was a global pandemic and this affected everybody, every country, I just don't see how the, that's a, a logical thought process. Okay? Think about it. It's not like it was just a United States thing. It was everywhere. And China included. So, I, in, a, in a sense, maybe it, it wasn't. That was just something that they're willing to, to sacrifice. Be like, listen, we're going to fuck up their economy. We're going to just make our people a little bit more subordinate to us. So, hey, guys, you know, one stone, like, a you know, 100 birds killed type of thing in, in, a, in a weird, sadistic way. So I, I can see why somebody would think that. I don't think it's logical. But that being said, there, there's 
potential for anything nowadays. We're just talking about possible fucking aliens uh, landing and being witnessed by people. So I, I wouldn't throw anything out the window as a possibility. I don't think it's logical. I don't. That doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean I'm wrong either. D wrote in, after listening to your podcast a few days ago, I'm one of those people who quotes movies all the time. She said, Spaceballs, just one of the guys coming to America, Major League, and no one gets it. There's a rare few friends who do, but most look at me like I'm nuts. I hear you, sister. Come on, D. We'll go hang out. We'll have a group of people. We'll all go get drinks and just uh, say random, dumb movie lines. <laughs> I love that so much, but it is it is frustrating because you're sitting there going, you, you know, you throw out, what was that one the other day we were talking about? Oh, like, um, oh, God, uh, Jurassic Park and, and stuff like that. Uh, you know, life will find a way or whatever the fuck he says. You know, and then nobody's like, everybody's looking at you like, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. What's that? It's dumb. And, and you're just sitting there going, I thought you guys like movies. My kids are that way. And, but it's like younger kid movies that, that they'll sit there and quote or TV shows. And I'm like, dude, I live in the house with you and I vaguely know what you're talking about. So they don't know what the heck you're talking about. So you got to be, I mean, but when it's like a super popular movie, like me saying, like, draw me like one of your French girls. You know, by the way, that got me doing that line was flagged by Facebook. Because I used that clip, just a real quick clip of me saying that. And it got flagged. And I'm, it, they're still processing whether or not it, they're going to shut down my account for a little bit. I just got that notification. Like, are you fucking serious? There's a lot of horrible shit on Facebook and other platforms. And you want to flag me for that. For a seven-second clip of me going, draw me like one of your French girls. Ooh, yeah! Something like that. I did something like that. It's like, fuck, man. But I hear you, D. I hear you. And I can't stand when I interact with people that don't know movie clips. Oh, I love watching funny movies. Do you? Do you? Do you know this line? Blah, blah, blah. Say it. And they're like, what's that from? Oh, my God. I just want to punch you in the genitals. I do. I do. Uppercut. Quack, quack, quack. By the way, we have a Nintendo Switch, and my wife got... Like sometimes they do like specials on Nintendo Switch where you can get games for cheap. And it was like for 10 bucks, she got like Mortal Kombat 11 or whatever the fuck it is. Really cool graphics. I was playing that the other day. Holy shit. I'm terrible at it, but it's still fun. And, and like my kids are watching, they're like, wow, wow, this is great. Then somehow I did the, uh, some weird combo and I knocked the guy's skin off of his body. And I'm like, oh, shit, forget how graphic this is. And the like, speaking of graphic, though, the, the detail is so much better from back when I was a kid playing these type of games when it first came out. So it's like really fucking good now. It's creepy, disgusting, but still fun to play. 
<laughs> then I gave the controller to my daughter, and she's just is like beating everybody because she was. I told her I was like, just pe- press a bunch of fucking buttons. It doesn't matter. Like, because you know you got to go down, down, right, right, A B A B, whatever, or X Y, what, whatever it is, right? And then it does a special move. She was just doing that, and she's just like you know, throwing people against rocks and doing some crazy wicked shit, like throwing like a spike through somebody's heart. It was, was kind of cool, but like, uh, I think I just damaged my daughter. Now she's obsessed with street fighting and that's what she's training for now. That's her new goal in life. Graduate from school and then become an underground pit fighter. It's the American dream. <laughs> She's so cute, too. She would be like everybody's nightmare. She'd be like, hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Wah! Rips out their spine. <laughs> That's my daughter. I love you, honey bunny. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. It got really weird at the end. As it usually does. As it usually does. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you tuning into the podcast. Uh, if you could, please make sure you hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so. Also, you can enable the auto download that way, no matter what you're doing, if you're driving for work or driving for vacation, whatever it is, that way you can listen to the episode and you're not going to get interfered with as you get out of signal, like going through a tunnel or whatever. So, uh, just go ahead and do that. Also, special thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys are awesome. Make sure you guys... As you listen to this, you write down the code mile high, and then when you go download the Superbook Sports Colorado app, go ahead and use that promo code, and they're going to give you that 250 bucks, up to 250 bucks. So pretty cool stuff. So thank you guys so much for listening. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.